0: welcome back to it's in you podcast where our mission is to help reveal the truth of god in you in this week's episode we are taking another deep dive into the word of god so clear your mind your heart and your space and make way to hear the truth in this week's message Uh, welcome everyone to the Sunday um, evening we're excited to be here for a new new Sunday every day that we have life every day that God grants us the breath of life is a gift from God himself and if you're here with us today um, you were granted this gift as well for many um, many is has not um, waken up has not woken up today and we are blessed and fortunate to be one of the chosen ones to be alive to be here today so we just give God glory and we give God the honor um, because he just is a good God <laughs> and so we just want to welcome each and every person that is here and we just want to Um, tell you that you know God is with you right now and we just want to get into the spirit we want to remind you that this is a Bible study and what that means is that um, we want you to be able to speak what's on your heart as well so we're going I don't know if it's on there already but we have the link in the description box as well so that you can click on it um, right away and when you click on it you'll be able to join live that's if you're on at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on March 20th Um, but if you want to join for future we would have the link there and you can always click the link will never change so you can always click it every Sunday Um, unless we tell you if the the time changes then we would let you know but for now it's gonna be 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and you can always click it every Sunday you could put it on your calendar Um, to remind you to join but we do encourage you to join because again you cannot really work the faith or the Word of God that's in you without participating and sometimes we have questions Sometimes we have um, concerns. Sometimes we have a point of view and we want to you know, hear that from each and every one of you. If you're unable to join live, definitely leave a comment and we will do our best to reply to you um, based on the question you asked. So anyway, welcome and we're excited to have you here. So we're about to get um, started and get into prayer and testimony and then we'll get right into the word. So, did you want
1: to pray? Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for another evening, another Sunday that you are us. As we know, many from Sunday to Sunday didn't make it. But we're thankful, Lord God, for another day, another week. Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you will continue to be with us as we come together to fellowship in your holy name, Lord God. We thank you for giving us the ability and the privilege to know you and to be able to talk about you and share it with you, Lord God. We ask that you, as we continue that you will be with us and be leading, Lord God, and allow us to receive you through you, Lord God, and let it not be us. We pray for everyone every soul who may be able to join in either right now or later we pray lord god that any soul who's seeking your help seeking your love seeking your word may receive it lord god and that all the struggles that are going on in this world lord god that you give those so many lord god the strength to endure because we know it is not your will that anyone should suffer but it is because of your loving grace, Lord God, that some continue and some fall, Lord God. But we know, Lord, in the end, Lord Father God, you already have a plan and that all things will come together in your holy name, Lord God, for your for your for your will and for your good, and for our good. So we thank you in advance. We honor you, we praise you, we magnify your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray.
2: Amen.
3: Amen.
1: Sorry to
0: be late. Right. Sorry. Welcome.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: So we're just gonna give the opportunity for anybody who has a testimony. Um Okay. Um, so if there's no testimony, uh, we'll just get right into the word for today. So, um, all right. So praise the Lord. Um, I'm the one to be bringing, um, the word today and, um, This is another word that I believe God has been stirring in my heart for quite some time and trying to um, really see it first from my point of view um, and my uh, walk with God. I realize when I can speak that way, when I can look that way, I can speak better. I can speak from what I am actively working on. And so I pray that this word today will bless each and every person um, who is listening. So welcome again. Um, All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Last week I talked about uh, the process, which was the second process, and the second process Uh, we analyzed how the grapes turn to wine and we tried to understand how God is taking us through a process that is not necessarily something that we want to happen in our lives if we really think about how a grape is the, the process that it has to go through to turn into wine we know that there is an excruciating amount of crushing and an excruciating amount of transformation that is happening for you to become, for that grape to become wine. And in the very same manner, we find that, in the, in the very same likeness, we find that this is what happened to us after we are born again. And when we are born again and God is really trying to transform us, there is that crushing feeling that you feel that in order for you to become that wine or that um, person that is supposed to be everlasting, just like wine, wine doesn't go bad, wine is supposed to last for a very long time if it is in the right environment, and so. Last week's sermon was was supposed to be a complete different sermon. I had one in mind, but I ended up elaborating um, on the one we talked about last week instead of the one that I actually wanted to talk about. And I think God did that for me because He wanted me to first see the process to understand that there is another step that is taken when you understand why you're in the process. When you understand why you're in the process, then your decisions that come thereafter will make better sense. And so this is what I wanna get into. I've wondered like many times like when I've had like good ideas or good intentions throughout my life, I would walk through with that decision I would, I would just believe that this is what I'm supposed to do whether I believe it's from God but it's just something that I just believe I should do and my intentions behind it feels like it's, it's, it's right and then I would carry through with it only to realize the decision I made actually was a huge mistake. And so I was trying to figure out why is it that with what I know, with what I understand, and I make a decision based off something that I believe is good, and it still turns out to be a mistake, or it didn't play out as righteous as I would have expected it to. And it went complete left. It's just it just derailed. So I'm like, you know, I followed my rules. I I I saw how it was supposed to go in my head. I believed that it was everything that was put into me to do. But why? Why didn't it work out the way I believe it was supposed to work out? Why didn't it why didn't I go through what I believe I was supposed to go through? Why did it do the complete opposite of the intention that I had for it? And so that was a question that was that was just mind-boggling me. And after um, I realized that my way is not necessarily the righteous way. After all that, that's all I'm coming down to a conclusion, that I could still make a decision and it still won't be the righteous way. I understand that I have to go through a learning process because if you don't go through a learning process and the learning process involves you know, making mistakes or doing things to better yourself. This is just part of the process that we also are talking about because you're, you have to start anal- acknowledging what is, um, for, what is for you and what is not for you. And when you can't really come to that, and the only way you're going to come to that, I mean, is you're going to have to go through experiences that is going to make you realize, oh, wait a minute. How come I was operating in this manner and it did, not, it did not work the way I intended? This is the first sign of wisdom or the first sign of, could there be something else that I need to follow? How do I handle the fluctuations of life if my very own desires Contradicts something else that is in line for me, so we're just going to turn to Mark 14, verse 35 to 38. So I want you all to keep that question in your head. Um, and let's turn together in Mark 14, verse 35 to 38, and we're just gonna read that real quick. And then we're gonna read another verse, it's gonna be John 7 verse 17. And when you get into that one as well, you'll be, um, just have that aside as well so we could see where we're going with this. Do not forget about the second process and I want y'all to keep all that together because I just trying to conjoin these two topics together to show you how one needs the other or both needs one another. Mark fourteen, verse thirty-five to thirty-eight. He went on a little farther and fell to the ground. He prayed that if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass him, might pass him by. Abba, Father, he cried out. Everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And then we could turn to John 7 verse 17 and somebody can read that real quick if you if you have it John
1: 7
0: yeah verse 17
1: if any man will do his will he shall know of the doctrine whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself
0: Amen. Amen. Um, We're going to get into these two chapters. Father God, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to just speak um, on your behalf. I pray that it's not my words, but yours well, Father God, that everything that comes out is the spirit that is leading me. Thank you in advance. I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, my topic today is... um, the will to give up your will the will to give up your will as we look at those two verses that we just read in mark 14 verse 35 to 38 we are we are in the jesus mind at this moment we are in his mind we are hearing him speak out loud what he is feeling from the inside. He is crying out to the Father, because in this moment, he is on the cross, or he is about to get on the cross. He is about to burden something that he is not wanting or desiring to do. And the only way that we know that is because when he cries out, we see Abba Father everything is possible for you please take this cup of suffering away from me but then he changes immediately from there and says yet I want your will to be done not mine and here we're hearing two um entities speaking if if I'm saying it correctly or two Um, parts of himself that is speaking this is one is the flesh and one is the spirit and so I was trying to figure out like if God is if Jesus who is God is going through a battle I believe with a will what is it that we're Why is it that we're going through what we're going through? Is it not the same thing? Are we too not battling in the battle of wills? Because we have the will of the flesh and we have the will of the spirit. And we need to understand the difference between each for you to understand why the process needed to take place in the first place. Because we don't see the end result. We don't know What we know is the end result is going to be eternal but the process to get there or the knowledge that you have to stay there may not necessarily be from God. It might be from you. You might think this is what it's going to take for me to get through this but you need to know the knowledge of Christ to know or not the knowledge of Christ but the knowledge of Why do I have to go through this process in order to get the end result that he has for me? Okay. So, to go through the process, apparently, just looking at Christ, he said something very important in John 7, verse 17. He said, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God, or whether I speak of myself and I think that was the clearest distinction that I needed to know because the will is clearly saying there is a doctrine when you have a will attached to yourself or to to what you want to be manifested because it could be two things it could be whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself and I told you guys the stories about when I thought for myself and I acted of, of myself and the things that I saw would have ended correctly or should have played out correctly did not manifest in the way that I thought it would end up. And so that question remains, why? Why? So Christ showed us that we that he desire or he wanted what he wanted was to live what he wanted was to live so in this moment he's praying and I just kind of take myself to that time where he's just praying because you know they talk about he's like you know really like uh uh, sweating and bloods coming out and if you read the whole chapter you you would see the process of him getting ready to to get into what's about to take place and I can almost just allow myself to just stand there in the moment just just to take in like if I was to be who he is because we already know what he went through the process he went through and then we know what the end result is it brought me back to me just now standing in that space and realizing would my thoughts have been the same and I realized part of it yes and in another area not necessarily So the question is right now, when I see Christ standing there and he's just God and man and he's battling between the will that he has within himself to want to live and the other desire to want to die for us to live, he now has to make a decision in that moment. And in that moment, that decision is not necessarily God-led. Even though it's being led by God, the the, the plan, but he himself has to take action according to what he will choose in that moment. Because that word that he mentions, Everything is possible. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. I don't think those that sentence would have been applied or said or stated if he wasn't in that moment where he's like, I do have a decision, a choice to make at this moment. I can choose for him to take this away from me. He's still asking the father, but it's still against what the father wanted for him. Or he can choose to stay, in line with what he believed the father really wanted out of him so now if we're talking about the will the will of god the will of the spirit the will of the flesh then what is free will and is there a consequence attached to it do I use my my will freely or is it really a trap to think my will is free? Go ahead, Pastor.
3: Before we get into that, I'm sorry to back up. I, I, I wasn't planning to talk at all. I was leaving. I, I tell you the truth. I make my mind not to say nothing. I just can't shut up my mouth. I don't know. I didn't plan to talk.
0: I encourage you to talk. I don't have no problem.
3: I, I, not you. Encor- you don't encourage me to talk. <laughs> Nothing to me to talk. I can <laughs> shut up without you. Just let you talk. That's something within me pushing me to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, before we I, I, I'm, I'm backing up I'm backing up You ask a question about the wheel, but also you ask a question about two people are talking you remember you say about two entities two entity is mixed up there. One who say, go do it. One who say, hey, I don't want to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, we use the word flesh, but the flesh is not really accurate word. The accurate word for this Dao is two spirit is talking within the same body. True Spirit is, is mingling now within the same body to do a decision that both spirits Spirit see. Now, when we leave that now, let us go back to Jesus Christ. Remember, Christ came for a special mission. So he knows exactly what to do you know what is going to happen according to the counsel of God. Remember, my boy say according to the counsel of God. Now that counsel is not counsel that we part of it. The plan that God himself already made between him and Christ himself. Mm-hmm. That, that we are talking in heaven. In another world, that plan already set, and Christ knows exactly why he came here for. But when he took, when he took your nature, my nature, something else happened. And you understand very well when we're talking about my nature, and your nature my nature and your nature which we discussed uh last sunday is corrupt or oh, what i'm talking i'm talking about the spirit in which we we operate in this world is corrupt so that is now may come in now and 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 and, and contradict the will of god or the plan that was made contradict the plan now christ for himself in the battle or if i may say god or whatever find himself in the battle
2: mm-hmm.
3: and that's the two spirit that that crash now between the well, two
0: he said he he, he condescended himself when he came as a man, so to condescend uh-huh. is to is to basically kind of go against your nature
2: to mm-hmm.
0: uh, to become something that has the possibility of the nature of the other entity.
3: That's right. That's right. Now he faced he come face to face of the situation he gets himself to.
2: Right. Uh,
3: now let's flip it over let's flip it over to us now about as you say which i agree with when you're born again you know within yourself what to do but also you know within yourself what to do also
1: i, I wanted to interject in the sense in
3: that
1: Christ being both man and God I think we're missing what really is happening is that okay say if you didn't know what you were what was coming if you were just human you didn't know exactly you just know something's going to happen right but Christ knew exactly what's going to happen.
2: This
3: is the situation! Oh, exactly. exactly the situation! The
1: humanity of him with the reality of the knowledge of God of knowing the exactly the torment that's coming for him and the pain that he is going to endure and is at that point the humanity in him is revolting against the God in him to say I don't want to do this But, and then the God in him rejects that fear because it's a natural fear. It's a natural state. It is our humanity to be afraid of pain, of suffering. And he is all human. And so that is an expression of his humanity. But, and it's overcome him. His body is rejecting his spirit. His body doesn't want to die, as Gaudia says. His body doesn't want to go. Which is natural, which is our natural, innate. So he couldn't even God Himself have to succumb to the body's rejection, but um, his he his, his spiritual takes back, reclaims the state. So I think that that part, that part I want to. It's like it's not so much he's being human; it's just the fact.
3: Yeah, this is good. This, is good. this is good.
1: He sees it all, and his body it's doesn't.
3: Out. You remember what you said last Sunday about the message uh, when uh, 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 Ricardo said here we are, we change, but we don't want to change. We change in the nature of God, but yet we don't want to change. We want to stay, what part of us who want to stay? Flesh. The spirit that belongs to the flesh. We want to stay, but we don't want to become wine. But remember, as you said, the wine is the best part.
2: He
3: mm-hmm. never died. So the question. So the real what? question is
0: what would happen? if christ said please take the suffering away from me and it was taken away from him
3: he could do that but would be
0: exactly that's the question what would have happened what would have been the result if he in if he gave in to that part of himself what would not have occurred? well
3: for him for him, it would be nothing drastic happened to him. Yet <laughs> the whole the whole universe
2: mm-hmm.
3: we'll have will have some drastic. Suffer drastic. A blow, the whole universe will suffer a blow that cannot be, I don't know. I, I don't know, I cannot say cannot be can or cannot be fixed. I cannot use that word because I am not in the spirit of, my, uh, in the mind of Christ and the mind of God to know he could change the plan or he has a plan B.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we we know that the whole point was for him to be the be the human to face this. And the whole part of it is for him to actually not want to do it because he's representing mankind and mankind has to pay for it so in the sense even because this is part of the temptation it, it's, it doesn't it starts with the 40 the, the 40 days of, of um fasting but that part of the whole process is christ taking on the journey the torment of man so all that is the whole process is he has to be conflicted for mankind, he has to resist the urge to give in, to give up, because it's not about him. That's the reality. The reality is about us, and it, and as you were saying, Pastor, no, it wouldn't make a difference to him because he's God, and he can, and he doesn't have to care. It's the fact that he chooses to care is the whole point. Is his love, is putting himself at a deep, dark heart place
0: amen
2: uh, what else what,
1: what what is love if not sacrifice
3: amen uh, so <laughs> you see this, this is where this thing become very very however let us flip it over to us now mm-hmm. let us flip it over to us now who, which um in the uh, in the introduction introduction of, of of my sister gladia talking about um two decisions he or she or whatever we make which we do think and we do believe that's the right thing to do right and we go ahead and do it and we get yourself in mess up mm-hmm. so in that introduction here we find ourselves a dilemma <laughs> which uh, is very complicated hold on pastor hold on.
2: hold on
0: hold on hold on one second guys hold on can you guys see me everybody hear me yes, yes. Beautiful. Okay, we had to change the Wi-Fi. It was cutting off again. Okay. Yes, Pastor, continue.
3: Yeah, we said. Now we come back to you now, which you in the in that introduc- introduction you give, which is very a, a classic introduction, I would put it. Um. You you sort thing to do, and you desire, and you see in your own eyes that that decision that you're going to make or what you're going to do is the right thing. But finally, when you do it, you find yourself in a contradiction co- against yourself. So what, mm-hmm. what, what, what caused that? What
0: caused that? Why can't my will be the right will?
3: That's right. Because in my eyes, that was the right thing to do. All right. You are not against anybody. You didn't do it against anybody. You do it simply because that's the right thing to do. Right. So,
0: uh huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. We have come to a point where we know we have what we know we have is free will. If we have free will, then I should be able to use my will according to my will and what is ref- what is free will really if there is still a consequence attached to it and do i use my will freely or is it really a trap to think that my will is free
3: <laughs> that's a good that's a very good argument <laughs> so I was I always
0: hear the saying nothing comes free, right? You guys know the proverbs, nothing comes free. So when I started to ask this question, I was like, well, we have free will. Is will free? Our will did not come freely. It came at a cost. But our will also comes with its own cost as well. And I'll, and I want to elaborate a little bit better on that. So do I stay with me? So then in my mind, I was like, so free will is nothing more than an illusion. <laughs> the concept of freedom.
2: <laughs> this is a good word.
0: Oh,
3: what a good expression. <laughs> and,
0: but now seen as being held captive by the choice you make it's an illusion to the concept of freedom but also seen be like you're also seen as if you're being held captive by the choice you make so that will that you believe that you have is now both your illusion or your that you are free or you're being held captive to a decision that you made based on that will So what the heck does will mean? Sorry if I use heck and if that's a bad word for you guys, I apologize. What does will actually mean? And so for us to understand why we have this free will and where does this concept come, you have to also understand the meaning of it as well. And will can have many different definitions attached to it. We know that there are legal terms attached to 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 will and it's usually the, the the what the person wishes after they pass away what they would like to leave all their belongings to you know we have that kind of will but the will that i want to talk about even though that may have some relation to the will of god i want to talk about the will of in the bible what or the will that was granted unto us by our father And it says, the will of God or divine will is the concept of a God having a will, which is a particular desire for humanity. Ascribing a volition or a plan to a God generally implies to, I mean, implies a personal God. God regarded as a person with mind, emotions, or will. It is often conflated with God's plan. I said, okay. That sounds like an okay definition to me. It didn't really speak to me the way I wanted to, but I took that definition because I found it on Google, and I was like, okay, that is what I believe the Bible is trying to show us what will is. But then I started to track back because I am trying to um, see the in what language this was being spoken in in the, in the time of the biblical uh, when the biblical
2: uh,
0: uh, right what th- this this specific moment is happening and I wanted to go ahead Pastor from the transcript Yes and where did it originate and how did it come So we know that Christ was Ara- Ara- Aramean and so he spoke Ar- the language Aramaic and he also was you know he knew the language the Hebrew and he also knew Greek apparently um well, because were the sort of things mm-hmm.
3: actually Hebrew was the official language from age mm-hmm. um after official but be, before then there was a bike a bike was was part of this old Egyptian language a bike and from then um when we take the time, we come up with Moses, we find Pharaoh. So when Pharaoh come in there, then we come up with Hebrew now. Mm-hmm. We come up with Hebrew. But then after Hebrew coming in then we find Greek coming in. Right. The civilization of Greek coming in. But remember, too, there are many other dialect right. that was used in that time. Yes. There are many dialects that was written, but then we have, this thing is so deep, man. Mm-hmm. You have to remember also, the Almighty, the Heavenly Father has been using those those dialect also right to communicate with mankind Amen. <laughs> he has been using this dialect but remember also these dialect these dialect we are reading now they, they they're a bit confused yes yes they are very confusing dialect very confusing because we may we may take one thing Mm-hmm. But this is not why they were really what the dialect, what the dialect is really mean. Right, or the
0: intention of what was being it's said.
2: All right. So the
0: context, the context is usually misconstrued because of the different translations that we come up uh, come across, and so this is why it was so important for me to understand will from the uh, where it originated, and why that is important because you need to understand what Christ is really saying in that time or in that moment or even to the civilization that he was speaking to, so we can yeah. too adapt the same. Uh, understanding of what it means to have a will. And so mm. I I just got the, the Greek translation for it, which was more of the, 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 the native language at the, at the time. And at the time. that, yes. Well, and,
3: so it's not really the native language because we can't use the word native. Right. It's the, it's the because, Roman language. Yeah. Yes, I, the native language would be, Right.
1: Yeah, it's because (laughs) you have to remember, it's the it's the language of the superpower. So, like today, English is the superpower. That's
2: right.
1: That's right. That's right. even though we're native, our native language is African, of somewhat, but we speak French and English. So you see what I'm
3: talking about,
2: right?
3: But the point is that, however, however, the research that you make is excellent that you look for this information. And after you finish, give me that finished talking there. Then I, I'm going to flip us over again.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to flip us over again. Uh, I hope my head is, is, I hope, I hope, I hope I don't, I thought, but anyway, go
2: ahead, <laughs> go ahead.
0: Hold your thought. Um, so the, the translation, the Greek translation for will is thalema which means divine will, inclination, desire, or pleasure. Some other sources says that fellow, the root word, refers to, and this was when it hit me, a thoughtful, purposeful choice, not a mere whim or emotional desire.
2: Mm-hmm so it
0: has nothing to do with your emotional desire but it is a thoughtful purposeful choice yes
3: this is more more inclined this is more inclined this is exactly yes. this is more inclined but yes. remember also the other the other translation say that it is the is the divine will divine mm-hmm divine will so anytime we're talking about divine will this is not will of man anymore no it does not belong belong to mine to man so since it does not belong to man but then i go back again i am flipping flipping over i am go back again to your word. to to your word you use which make me so laugh and so hysterical when you use the word Illusion, mm-hmm. the word <laughs> illusion, <laughs> it makes me very well, stanker because exactly man, we man, or the society of man take it as the will of man. Right. In other words, I have my will.
0: So our our will is the divine will. That's how we see it.
3: But if it is a divine will, that will doesn't belong to you.
0: so we need to understand that this is this is this was this is something that for us to understand the process you have to understand what your will what does your will really mean what does that so will is not a feeling this this is this is was this was my definition so will is not a feeling or a maybe no it is a purposeful choice it is a sound yes the power to choose one particular will from another one is simply a choice or a desire and here we see the will of christ manifested or accomplished according to the will of the spirit of god
3: not the spirit of flesh i wouldn't say that I, I, I would say that exactly. Are you right. you you're completely right. But I will take the same interpretation, the translation you said. say. The same mm-hmm. translation could make you see that the will of Christ was a divine will. Yes. The, the will that he took. When he said, not my will, which is the will of the so-called, which is illusion will, he took the divine will, which is God's will. So the divine will not my will according to emotion right. not my will according to what i want not my will because i because I, this is what i plan the thing to be
0: right so when and i say that, that, uh, mm-hmm. and that comment. go ahead finish your thought pastor
3: i finish go ahead
0: when i say manifestation i mean in two different ways one that he manifested the spirit to come against the flesh but secondly the manifestation is the result and the result is what we're sitting in is that you and i are alive today and you and i have the possibility to have eternal life because he took my place so we understand now that his will his divine will is according to the will of the spirit which is the will of god himself So let's talk about our will in the flesh. And I think we already dabbled into the will of the flesh a little bit, but I want to go just a little bit deeper in it. Our will is like saying our truth. And I don't know if you've ever heard people say that. This is my truth. I don't know if people understand what my truth really means because your truth, just like I thought when I was doing something that I thought was the right thing to do and I thought the outcome was going to play out and I still messed up. Is the same way when you say your truth because what does that really what does your truth really look like however his will is like saying his truth and i want you to to hear the, the the distinction in the way that i'm saying it our will is like saying our truth his will is like saying his truth which of these is true both hmm <laughs> it's easy for you to say because you know because he oh, says but for somebody who doesn't know christ per se right
1: i would add sorry <clears throat> mm-hmm. i would take away his and just say truth because god is truth so how you yeah, know well,
0: <laughs> yes but you know that if we talking about truth i have my truth i believe that you know um black people are superior to white people or i believe these are the truth right these are things that we stand on in society we make laws we make rules out of it and we make an identity as well attached to it and majority of these things are complete opposite of the the truth of god but we call it our truth we say it is my truth I am living in my truth, living in my truth also reveals the truth about you too. It reveals that you are racist. It reveals that you are somebody who have no love. It reveals, and you're standing on that as the basis or the foundation to what you know, and that's simply what is supposed to stand.
3: Not only, not only because when we say racist. We really not, this is a, this is a, um, a code. The word racist is a code, but actually you go back to what you just said, the consequences.
0: Yes, which is, is what we're about process. to talk about.
3: Yes. Yeah. Is the consequences. Yes. Remember our will has consequence. Yes. Whatever you, whatever you do, the result of it will prove. What Amen. <laughs> the Amen. Result of the decision going to make you see what the decision you make, unless you are completely dead in the yes. spirit. Yes. If you're completely dead in the spirit, then um, when I mean completely dead. May I make myself clear. When you are dead in the spirit, that means the divine, the divine spirit that is in that body you have completely have no saying to the fleshly or to the desire or to the will, to your your nature will as i might say when i mean nature what i mean to to the will that you take from your mother and father if i may use the word to the will that you take from your your heritage the corrupt will i may say the corrupt one right the 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 spirit the spirit which is remember every one of us have a life within us but let us go a little deeper yes whether you born again, whether you don't born again, you still have God, the Spirit, in you. God, the Spirit, is still in your body. That's why many times we do little, little something to compensate the, the, the destructive thing we did. You know, we do little something. We show little love. For example, right now, when there is earthquake and Haiti, we show little love to show what? That there is a little compassion. But that little compassion, even though is a very hypocrite compassion, nevertheless, it shows little goodness. Right. (laughs)
0: It's still, it's still
3: good, good enough,
0: right? We're, yes, not, exactly. we're not perfect, but it's good enough towards it's good enough
3: for me <laughs> towards that goal, right? But you don't know the amount of people that are dying. You don't even care what is happening, the situation, how it's deplorable over here. You don't even care until some kind of disastrous thing happens, then you show little love. So that little love composite to the godly spirit that is at least is not dead yet in, in in your body in your body but nevertheless flip over to the real thing
0: so so let us stay there for a minute because you're already like way ahead my, my 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 word right now so you know we want to pull back a little bit um i want to get back to when we said both of those two does not equate the same result this is what we said right that's right How do you know which is which? My truth is attached. When I was talking about earlier that what I thought something was supposed to play out the way I expected it to play out because it was good intentions attached to it. Not necessarily was about God, but it's just in the direction that I believe I was leading myself. It felt right and I did it and it still failed me. I realize that my truth is attached to misconceptions, lies, illusions, emotions like hate, conditional love. While we see God uses unconditional love where he puts himself in harm's way. And this is where we see Christ comes in in that time frame when he's about to... Enter a a, a process that is about to take place so that we here can have this eternal life So my results Already show me like if I thought I did right and it didn't play out the way it's supposed to Then What is the right way? What is quote-unquote right? In John 14, verse six, it says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the father except through me. In this, in this little passage, I realize that this is constant throughout the time of Jesus being here on earth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He never deterred from that concept. He did not, when his emotions were supposed to get the best of him that night, it did not. He was constant. He went back to who he was, the way, the truth, and the life when i go back to my decision i realize yeah there was an emotion attached to it yeah there was some lingering um lies or maybe an illusion that i believe something was supposed to happen this way simply because i want it that way but it's for my own selfish reason
3: <laughs> oh this is beauty
0: not true is- it's inconsistent it's not constant
3: no
0: no. It does not no. align with that. So, simple question if you've made a, p- a mistake in the past, whose will were you operating in? Whose will are you operating in?
3: Your own will, so called. Your own will, so called. Th- this is why this is why i can never in the life i'm living on this earth now i can never never blame my heavenly father for whatever happened to me whatever situation i put myself in i can never condemn him or take make the blame make him take the blame because somehow somewhere Whatever decision I make, somehow, somewhere, I was off. I was off. What I was thinking was either selfish or some sort of interest, some sort of thing, type in it, which should not be. And that threw me off. But again, go back to what my dear sister said, everything that Christ was doing was constant, was completely in, 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 a, in a flank. And all his, his, his desire or his plan was that mankind know the truth. And he said he is the truth. That mankind have life
2: mm-hmm.
3: and that he is the life. That mankind should know the way to get out, and it is the way. Here's the way, way.
0: here's the way, the truth and the life. And so as I, I, you know, and I, and and the, the more I thought about this, the deeper God took me and it, 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 so now we understand where Christ is at that moment where he is constant. And that everything he's done, he's played it out perfectly. Not for his own... Actually, it is for his own desire, per se, because he
3: desired us. Well, I would say yes. I Mm -hmm. would say yes and I would say no. I would Mm -hmm. say yes and I would say no. He was playing it in the divine will. So the divine will that he was putting it. He get himself out of the situation
0: now. Amen. This is not him. It's not him. He's it not. Is op- not him. He is not operating in the strength of his flesh anymore. He is operating in the strength of the person who gave him that spirit and that, that is of God. And in John 5, 3, John 5, verse 30, it says, I can do nothing on my own. I can do nothing. Imagine God talking in the fleshly body and saying, I can do nothing on my own. So how can I think that I can make a decision that I believe is supposed to play out a particular way, that is supposed to work out according to how I believe it's supposed to work out? When Christ in The manifestation of, it's still a manifestation of God in a different form. It's still saying, I cannot, I do, I I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me,
3: not my own will. Mm -hmm. What's the will? What is the divine will? That's the question. What is the divine will for for this world or for for humanity? What is the divine will for humanity? Remember, I used the word humanity. Maybe I used the wrong word. What is the divine divine will for humanity? Holy Spirit. Yeah, no, no, we're talking divine will. Remember, remember, my dear sister come up with a will which she put it beautiful, very eloquently according by the Holy Spirit that are using her. In fact, I should not say my sister, I said the Holy Spirit is using her. I should give the honor where the honor is due. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is directing her how to word in word and how to come up with things. Uh, that could make it understand. It, it, my, m- m- the Holy Spirit have already using her to give you a di- a, a diff a, a difference between the will of us and the will of God. What is the divine? is she already give us also or I may say well it could be she but the Holy Spirit already give us a definition are a consequence of the will of man or our will. What is the result of our will? Which is completely painful and troublesome. But you also give you the result of the will or the divine will. So When she gives you the, the, the result of the divine will, but my question is that what is What is the will, what is the divine will for humanity? That is include every single one of us. And I'm not talking about human being only. I'm talking the universe. What is the divine will? To live. To live. How? How? Eternally, but not, not how long, but how? Not how long? Eternally we'd be alone, but how? Which manner, how way? how, how to, how we going to be, uh, operate? How we going to function? How we going to live? How? Uh (laughs) Well, if you say in love, what what the description of love, per se, we have here, which is maybe not accurate completely, but we could use a little bit of it. And remember, my dearly beloved sister, through the Holy Spirit that is in her, he giving us information, the consequences of our will. And she even mentioned, there is will, we put how the law, how the world, how our world has should function. How our world should function. And in fact, right now, the world order, now I'm going deeper to you, the mm-hmm. world order is threatened. As we speak right now, in the world order is threatened. And when I say the world order, I'm talking the law, according yeah. to the Holy Spirit, which revealed that to my sister. How the consequence of the world, or of the will of a will, yeah. the will, the world order. What what constructed the world? The world order. Maybe I asked the question wrong, what constructed the world order? How the world order constructed, or by what?
1: By a small group to control the world. By a
3: small group, but uh, let us, let us, yes, go ahead, let you finish. Go ahead. A
1: a small group of people who set the system to control the world.
3: What do you mean by system?
1: uh, meaning function, meaning how the world is moving, is planned. The
3: world is moving. My, my dear beloved sister already gave the answer before. If you follow her, you will see the answer in mouth. will of the small group of people. The will is will, but how do we translate the will? How we make the will become will? Or become order. We set up laws. We make laws according to our will.
0: Mm-hmm. Or the or, I mean, my my next question was: So, what do you desire? So, this is about their does what desire oh, what? is. Oh, is what? what do you desire to happen? Yes, to live and be a servant for Christ. That's what Gene says. (laughs) Again, Gene says to live and be a servant for Christ. Gene, did you want to say something? I don't. I know you texted, but you can speak if you want to. um,
4: I was trying to answer the question he was saying before, but I typed too slow. he had a question where he was saying earlier uh-huh. I okay um when y'all were talking about will and to do the will of Christ it's um I'm trying to word it properly but um we're being taught we're taught and since we're little, to always be a servant for christ it's like you the way you live the, it's it, you're okay they it's you can a person can know you're a Christian without you telling them you're a Christian because the way they see your character the way they see the light is shining through you so our will and our and our and our uh, our our character of our life yes. on a daily basis should able to always be the light of Christ shining through us that we able to always be a servant to others to help others to service others so they become so they can become and know Christ for themselves yeah. but it's like the light shining through us and from the light shining through them through us it's like it's okay Faith says, I see the light shining through Gladia, and it's like no matter what no matter what she's going on she's smiling and she always looking happy and I'm to go think like yo what is going on like who wait is she doing different than I'm doing so it's like you come to know from her character, you come to know God and come to know the will of God and know able to, oh, ah, my words is getting tight Tom. You come to know Christ for yourself yes. through yes. the service of others. Amen. It, if I'm it, saying it right. It, 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 I think y'all gained the idea. You, you, you see what happened is that
3: um, when you born again <laughs> or when the Holy Spirit has begotten within your body, remember what I said, when the Holy Spirit has begotten or has bring a birth into your body, which is that birth Become will you. And when you become will you, when you become will you, that means, remember, I am talking, I am contradicting myself right now. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: But nevertheless, follow me closely, you will get it. When the Holy Spirit begotten a spirit within your body, and that spirit become you. And when that spirit become you, you become automatically not a Christian. not a, a You become a God daughter. Yes. You become a God son. Therefore, being a God son or being a God daughter, you're going to do. What your father or your mother, which is the Holy Spirit, tell you to do, amen, amen, amen. Wait, the Holy, Spirit, the Holy Spirit, you because you have a different mother, you have a different father, mm-hmm. and then you become Him, mm-hmm. you become Him, you not become a Christian because many times people tell you you are a Christian. That person insulted you when you are God, child, you act as God, right? That's why you do things to make people see that there is a light on you. That's right. why you do things different. This is why we talk about our truth and the truth
0: of Christ because, yeah, both are different. Because if we're talking about our truth, we're talking about there's misconception, there's lies. That's so when right. I say a Christian. Yeah. You're limiting yourself to the belief of what you believe religion has described but when I speak of God, which is a divine person, which is a divine entity, which is above my understanding, above everything, I am now aligned with the, the real truth the truth of the truth <laughs> yes, so so for you when we ask that question so what do you desire because we talked about the law we talk about how the law is based upon the desire and is mainly where do we want to take the people or where do i want to take myself is where my desire first lie to live you want to know there is two different places that is going to lead you to your decision one is going to lead you to have a long life here and maybe not a long life in eternity but the other one can lead to having a short life here but a longer life in eternity and i wanted to contradict this because we often think that i could live long as if living long is 80 years as if that is long but that is long to but living long and then having eternal, etern, not having eternal life may seem good for you because you live long, you must be doing something good. Or maybe if I live long and I also live long after. But what if I live short and I still see eternity? Did I not fall into the will or the plan that God had for me from the beginning? However, in the very same manner, if I take upon the will to live long here, But I only lived according to what I was supposed to live here. And then I did not have the desire or the will to follow what God was telling me. And so I don't have eternity. Whose will was I operating in? It most certainly not was the will of God. Because what he wants, what I want you all to know, what he wants for you and I, no matter what you've done in your life, no matter where you are in your life, is one goal. And we mentioned that God is constant. He wants it all for us. It's to have eternal life. It's available to you. But you have to choose.
1: I would say that there's only one long. The other is not long. It's just
0: Again, it's a misconception. <laughs> so, it's just a lie. <laughs>
1: so one is eternal life, which is eternity, and the other is short. It's however you see, perceive it but both of them whether you have 20 years on earth or 100 years is short it's not that's not the goal the goal is eternal life and so it's short-minded short-sighted i should say for those who as christ says to gain the whole world and lose a soul
0: So I started to think about all my decisions that I've made in the past where I was like, okay, well, I thought this was supposed to work out and it didn't, even though everything, the way it seemed was good intentions. I realized there is a needle that I start to learn to adjust because the more I realize that where is my desire linked to is the more that I should adjust my will. So the question, this question allows you to adjust your will each and every time. Because it is that needle point that act that tells me, is this aligned with God? Is this aligned with eternity? Is this aligned with what God wants out of my life? And the more the further away the needle goes away from that idea, the further away I am from the will of God. And so I need to bring that needle perfectly aligned with him by learning to know what his will is first for me. Will was given to us from the very beginning and I just want to take us back to Genesis way back in the beginning when we had Eve in the garden who was given free will and she was given instructions her and Adam they both were given the same thing well it was really given to Adam I always have that question though was did God speak to Eve as well um, about the instructions? Because I don't remember that being ha- happened. I remember, or maybe he did.
3: According to the, according to the um, to the record, which is it was just in, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is in the scripture, it is said that God said, The day you eat that, you sh- will surely die. In other words, he told him according to the transcript that was put in, or the word that was written by religious uh, leaders, on uh, the day you eat that, you shall surely die. But he didn't give him. I do not know where they give him some information about the dying. But where they give him information, what dying looked like, right? He didn't. <laughs> I don't think there was a connection there.
0: Well, now we know because
3: we're in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we also we
1: also have sorry as a, a... Oh, yeah, parable, so it's, it's, it's the specifics are that. It's Lucifer who says, Who told you that you shall die? That's the problem. <laughs>
2: so,
3: so yes. <laughs> yes. But, nevertheless, as my dear beloved sister said, now we know. <laughs> we know no, because no. we are in it. We, right. we are in it. We, we, we are faith.
2: <laughs> If
0: we trace back to the beginning, we see the consequence of their decision today. In Genesis, the the, the choices are laid out with consequences that was attached to it. We can see how they both voluntarily, of course, with manipulation, gave up their will or desire to someone else. In Genesis 2, verse 16 to 17, which we talked about, it says, you may freely eat of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, You are sure to die. This is God speaking to Adam. And then when we fast forward to Genesis 3, verse 1 to 3, it said the serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? And she said, of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. The woman replied, it's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of a garden that we are not allowed to eat. God, uh, um, God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. And then in f- verse four, it said, you won't die. The serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat. And you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced, she saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. Here we see, right, the life where they had a privilege that was cut short but because god's will to have us have us we now see the battle that he has to go through to winning us back
3: um wait 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 here oh look, finish finish finish
0: no oh, no go okay. ahead go ahead because i'm gonna get to, to i'm gonna get to another point
3: um you trigger my my question again Yes, sir, what is the will of God for humanity? What is the will of God, or the divine will? I would say, what is uh-huh. the divine will for universe, for to the live. world?
2: Live.
3: What is the divine will? To let. Can I give an example? Yes. What is? Say that again.
4: I wanna give an example Go ahead. to answer the question. I don't know if you're going to pertaining to how you say, it, but it's crazy that you asked the question. I'm going to give you an example of me today. Um, y'all know I tend to, I struggle with speaking out in public. Mm-hmm. And today, <laughs> In churches, it was was phenomenal, and it's just a great service. And I don't know if y'all remember, the the thing that I wrote and I read to you guys, I know my God can turn it around. Today, for some reason, it was led to me, my spirit, to read it today. And I'm like, I ain't reading this. Nobody going to hear it right now. No. No, everybody busy. Let's go. And I'm going to keep going. And I keep fighting. And it's like, no, you know, pop up, somebody needed prayer. They're struggling with this. And, you know, back and forth, they were going up. And it just led to me, my spirit, like, um, you're going to sit there. You know what I did for you. You're supposed to be encouraging others what I've done for you in your life that they could able to overcome ain't that what you wrote about and i'm like oops i felt i felt kind of way i said okay lord if it's your will for me to read this i'll get opportunity to read it i remember whispering to one of the ushers and tell him when the bishop come down tell him i want to give a praise report and i noticed it it looked like it didn't get to him so i thought it was my way out the door like oh Yes, good I don't have to read it so later on when we was giving us um our offering or what have you I'm like okay whisper to him that you're gonna give a praise report and I'm like no I ain't gonna uh-uh. and then I end up going up give the offering and I find myself I said Bishop I'm gonna give um I want to give my praise report and I'm like what I said, i really coming up my comfort zone. And after I read it, it's so amazing. After church, I'm in the church van ready to go home. And this young guy came up and he said, I enjoyed your testimony. He says, yes, you really made my day. And it, what, it helped in my heart. If I, and I think is more than one person came up later on. And by just, I hear the whispering, like, Everybody was so happy I read it. And I tell the, the testimony afterwards about my boy's dad. And there was, and he said, You just made my day. The young boy, he came to the van. And it just, what I remember in my heart, I'm like, God, if I didn't read it, I was not be able to encourage the boy's heart. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, The all said, if we don't act, if we don't do the will of God, Right.
0: We are doing a disservice to him. Amen. Amen.
4: Uh, Amen.
3: I, I, I accept your word, but I do not accept it. I accept it. I do not accept it. Sorry. To well, put... That's why I said it's not. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Don't, sure don't, say, don't, to don't, don't say nothing yet. Don't say nothing. <laughs> Just listen. Just listen. I accept your word. I do not accept your word. Yes, Pastor. What you should have done, you should have come and read this word, this thing right now to us. She this did. is what you should have done. You should have come and read it. Ask Claudia. Huh? Yes, and then
2: yes, you you come read?
3: And stand up and read it so the world, not the little group all you have here.
1: That's what he she read last time, pass. That's the,
2: That's I'm confused.
1: Confused. She
3: read it. she she read it here before.
1: That's what she, she, says. she you said.
3: Thing. You guys is who I read it to first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, keep it to me again.
0: <laughs> no, She's just giving a test a testimony that happened today, but it was based on a word that she wrote. She had read it already to us, but she also did it at her church, and she was just showing. Refresh my she... mind.
3: Refresh uh... my mind what she did. Refresh my mind what she did. But
1: remember you asked. Were... Remember you did asked.
3: You me that? read it again? No, just read
4: it again. It's good for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know my God can turn it around. Are you ready for the process? it's time for healing more than ever. Are you ready for the process? You might find you might have financial and emotional issues. Are you ready for the process? Attention is needed and to service others. Look to the person in front of you. Talk to the person behind you and see the person besides you. You never know who needs that encouraging word to come out of confinement. You might suffer the loss, get that diagnosis you don't want to hear and how much it is going to cost. You might suffer some domestic situation in need of legal help interjection. You just never know who is going through. Talk to to help others off that ledge before jumping to their debt. They're thinking too mental issues are real don't overlook it and don't think it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. we are all going through something big or small talk no take it to God and seek faith and seek his face through it all and talk to and talk it out with a sister or brother you can trust pray to God pray together and you shall overcome I know and believe this too shall pass. So you, are you ready for the process? You're about to endure until others they can overcome it all. Amen. So always remember you are love and never give up on yourself for others. Are you ready for the process? My God can turn it around. Amen. 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 Amen.
3: Amen. I, Amen.
4: I read that because... Thank you. Um, like I told Gladia earlier this week, um, when my, it was a few Sunday, it was a, like I told them in church today, um, it's only March and I suffered so much craziness and turmoil that I was questioning myself and I just remembered that God was telling me like, Gene, you overcome so much more. What mm-hmm. is this for me to overcome? I've been in a hospital twice, mm-hmm. close calls, where mm-hmm. it was really, really, you know, close. Um, I lost my aunt in January, eight days into the year. Um, my kids' father, he was in a hospital, real sick, near death. Mm-hmm. And Rashan and my one a dear friend, like a brother to me, two of them was in a very horrible accident and the toilet came out without a scratch. And then two nights ago, I get to hear from my kid's father. And hear what his words was. He said, Gene, please continue. He said, I so appreciate you praying for me. And I told him about you guys that you have been praying for him. I told him a lot of my friends and family been praying. And he said, thank you, thank you. And he said, last night when he said he said with all the differences we've been through he said i appreciate i appreciate he said please don't stop calling and he said even if you get some time he said you get some time just call me pray with me please pray with me he says in spite of all the stuff we've been through he said you got good heart i says well you know you know me for so many years i said no matter what we've been through I would not stop praying for you. I said, I know I wasn't always like this, but I know God changed me. And I just, I, my, my, my goal is to always, you know, constantly be praying for others and encouraging others. So when I read it today and I tell them the testimony of how I overcome some stuff this year, and the guy approached me and said, God, if I didn't go up and do the Your will, and do what you led me to do, encourage somebody, and give my testimony, I won't be able to encourage the heart. So that's why I said what I said the My, oh, my example today of the will. Beautiful. 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 Now, Amen. I, tell you what, I, I wrote that, and listen. I had given it to you guys first. Okay. Right. I, 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 I
3: take my word back. I take some of the word I take back. Some okay. of the word, some of the word I take back because no it, problem. I still love you. Oh, uh, my father, <laughs> love, love is something we cannot stop with it. It is something we love all the no matter what. Uh, but I take it back. But again, you bless me.
4: You bless me. Thank you, Pastor.
3: You bless what me. You- I-
4: Well, you know, my first time when I read it, now I remember it. When I read it the first time, Mm. I didn't able to share with y'all more in depth because I was at a funeral. Right now, right now. So you do right. I didn't get to share nothing that night because I was at a funeral. (laughs) Y'all just keep seeing me praising and, and I'm trying to whisper. And then my phone was dying, so I didn't. You you definitely right. I didn't get to share anything that night. So you, the night is like I guess the first night. So you're right. Now you bless me. You you
3: you bless me. I might not only my soul blessed, but I believe by refreshing it now to the world, every one of us going to be blessed, or uh, we already blessed. And I'm Thank thanking you. I I, I don't know you. how. how Oh God, thank you. But nevertheless, those words I said before, I didn't accept it. I accept every bit of it.
4: I thank you so much. Every bit of it, I accept it. But thank God that you will read it again. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I appreciate you mm-hmm. me to give me the opportunity to read it because now it's bringing back to memory that I read it the night but I didn't get to share anything because I had to rush back to the funeral because I was security for the door. So it's it just being that you give me the opportunity to, to read it, it I just brings back to me my memory. So thank you.
0: Amen. Amen. I wanted to segue from what Jean um, talked about because she said something that I thought really stood out. When you go against the will of God, it is that you're going against life in the very same manner?
2: Because yeah. although you're
0: not, you're not necessarily necessarily killing yourself, but you're keeping somebody from living with the testimony that He put in you. The will of God is attached to life, no matter which what direction we're looking at it. Life is the result of it is the fruit of it and when we obey according to what the will of god is we start to realize where life is and also where death
4: is right i did i did feel better so you're 100% true amen because i was fighting with it and I felt better after, so thank you. Yes. So the will of
0: the Father in Genesis two. I'm sorry, Pastor. In Genesis oh. two, I did mention that when we read when he when he gave them the 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 instructions and what not to eat. That right there, and I think that was the first question Pastor asked after I finished reading. He said, "What is the will of the Father for us?" that right there stated the will genesis 2 verse 16 to 17 he said if you eat its fruit you are sure to die then we went to genesis 1 genesis 3 verse 1 to 3 this is where the it was talking about the the, the serpent and the woman at the same time how he was giving her the uh, 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 the the information but what we saw right there is what eve already knew what god told her so this is the knowledge that God gave on to her that she already possessed then we fast forward to genesis 3 verse 4 to 6 and we see how the serpent manipulated her to think that what she thought she knew was a lie and so she went with that and now she went upon the will of her flesh because also she said the food also did look good and so i ate it we see three transition there the will of the father the knowledge that we already possess and then what do you decide to do later is it the will of the flesh or will it continue to be the will of God so when we go when we realize what happened from there from the beginning of time is that our life the privilege for us to have eternity has been cut short from that moment but because God had a His will still was constant for us. He still did not want to change that will where he wanted us to have life. He now has been fast forward into Christ in that moment when he's getting ready to give up his will so he can win us back. So now we talked about the will of flesh. I want to get into the will of the spirit. Pastor, I know you had a thought. Did you want to say it now before I get into that part and then we can um close
3: so the will the will of god um, i still go to that question the will of god for humanity is that everyone be loving everyone enjoy life the way they ought to enjoy in other words there will be no misery there will be no more death There will be no more pain. There will be no more hate. There will be no more um, killing each other. There will be no more fighting. There will be everything going to be in the order of in the order of everything going to be the system going to be a system that you are If I may use the word free, if I may use the word free or loving or caring or constant, you will never be manipulated to do anything that is contrary to the will of God. It's going to be completely smooth. This is why he said in the book of Revelation, when the the order of the world change. There will be no more death in the book of Revelation. That's what he has stated there. There will be no more crime. There will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. That's the will of God for us. And in the book of Revelation, in the book of Romans, it is said the nature itself, he's talking about the nature itself, will be. Both and to share that they've been set free from the bondage in which they are living today, and the bondage they are living today is the world order, which been set by man, and which is also threatened right now by man. The world order. There is no freedom. There is no peace, there is no love, it's only what we find, we find two groups. Black, white, or Spanish, or other group. But God is not in group. God is in a oneness of his spirit. Every single, whether you are white, whether you are black, whether you are Spanish, whether you are Asian, for God, there is one, every single one of us going to live in love, not hate, not kill, not destroy, not bomb, not nuclear bomb, not killing right now as we see the world order is not threatening right now because Russia is threatening the world order. Trump has started in America and Russia is taking it now. And right now, we are in the verge for all for all humanity right now in the verge. All humanity, what we are talking about now, it is not something little, just go to the pulpit and preaching. It's a global thing going on right now in the face of it. And that's what I said, the past days, the, primary, the the pastors, especially the pastors, the clergy, should put it before the people to see how dangerous we are living in the world order. When Christ came, when Christ come back, the world order going to be changed. Amen. To the divine will.
0: Amen. 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 So how do we get from... The will of the flesh to now the will of the spirit or the will of God. I am is who God called himself when he introduced himself to Moses. Amen. I am also is I will. (laughs) He, which is God, willed all. The will of God is to know all things exist. Because he exists. Amen. (laughs) So, the opposition of this is to be deceived that you are I am or you willed. (laughs) The problem is you did. You did will. But what did you manifest?
3: What is the result?
0: what is the result to will according to the spirit of god is to deny the flesh and uphold the truth of god or the truth of his existence which is your existence amen that is your existence john Uh-oh. 7 verse 15. It says, then midway through the festival, Jesus went up to the temple and began to teach. The people were surprised when they heard him. How does he know so much when he hasn't been trained, they asked.
2: Amen.
0: Amen. My message is not my own. Mm-hmm. It comes from God who sent me. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God
2: oh. or is
0: merely my own.
3: Or oh, is my own.
0: <laughs> who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks truth, not lies that's right not lies that's right. that's right we forget how insignificant yet powerful we are mm. because we can be powerfully dumb
2: mm.
0: powerfully smart mm. the choice is really ours choose wisely can i prevent can i prevent somebody from dying can i stop time and keep myself from aging I, can i decide to not poop ever again <laughs> without the consequence of waste i do know i would like to eat everything i like and never need to use the bathroom but if did, it must also come out in other words in other words who 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 thought this all through for you. who thought this all through for yeah. you? was
2: yeah.
0: you who thought this through? Who is orchestrating your mere existence? If I can't control any of
3: those things, so who who I would say I would use I would not use the word taught. I would use the word who designed you? Amen. Who designed your body like that? Who designed it? Who designed it? Your body to be functioning like that? Who designed it? Is it you? Is it you?
1: Well, then, might as well say who willed.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) So. I want you guys to keep this in the concept of understanding why we are in the process because there is a will that I need you to understand what we're going to do with that will the will that you think is free will is not free will it is will that is given to you freely to be to be given to the right person to now be adapted for you meaning there's going to be an exchange. John 6, verse 38 to 40, it said, For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of all those he has given me, but I should raise them up at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. Okay. I will raise them up at the last day. That's his will. And that is all the will. Christ needs. Simply because he loved us. This was his will. He just loved us. The word is for his
2: own glory.
0: Amen. Do you accept this love in return? If you accept this love. You can now exchange your will for one that is greater than yours. If he can give his life for me, there is no deceiveness. Because in John 15, verse 13 to 17, it said, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friend if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves nope. because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. That's right. Now you are my friends. Since I have told you everything the father told me, mm. you didn't choose me. I chose you. <laughs> I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit. So that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command: love each other. Guys, go ahead, Pastor. Before I cl- before I conclude, do
2: you see?
3: Do you see, yes. do you see the abolishment of our will? Yes. Yes. Even to choose, even to choose, it is not us. Yes. We don't have no will. No, no. We don't choose Christ. We 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 That's don't right. we don't be saved. That there is not such a thing like that because the Holy Spirit is already do the job. Mm. The that Spirit of God could, is, do, is doing the job. Could, so what you and I should do? We should. We should give the credit where the credit belong, where the credit due, not to a pastor, who, who just a pastor, so-called so What I mean by pastor? Not, a, 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 not anybody or whatever you may call your name or whatever. Give that credit to the professor or to the teacher that the Holy Spirit is giving every single one of us that he has chosen. And when God Mm -hmm. chose you, you are his child, his daughter, his son. Move accordingly and respect your father because no one is going to cause me to deny my father. No one is going to give me a name that is away from my father. My father is my father.
0: And that's the name I know. Go ahead, Naomi.
4: Yeah, I would have just said that that means God is in control of all our will. That's right. And that's right. That's, that's right. That's, that's, that's what right. it is, no matter how you look like, He's in control, and the good and the bad, He's in control. <laughs> and all that is for His own glory. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 So if, if, if God is in control, then why do we think we possess will? The beautiful thing about God is that he give you the will to choose to give the will back to him It's not necessarily for me to use my will in my own understanding but to give my will to somebody who will give me the understanding I need to use the will. So in other words, there is an exchange right now that I want you guys to see, there is an exchange.
1: I'll I'll just share, I'll say that it's not God gives us his will, it's because will is God, will comes from God. So to have will is to have the power that God gives you, but it's according to do his will. So it's the will is a gift, but the gift is only to do according to his will, or else it's a wasted gift because it, the consequence is you lose the will and that's
2: why
3: it's not the will. You see, you see what has happened, the contradiction, I, I would say the problem about that, the problem we face right now is a doctrine, is a is a mix, is a contradict of doctrine. Now what I mean by doctrine, I'm, I'm talking about the teaching. The teaching from man and the teaching from the Holy Spirit. There is a conflict between the teaching of man and the teaching of the holy spirit and that also i will put the blame sorry to say i will put the blame on theological school i will put the blame in bible school i will put the blame in seminaries why i'm saying that from clergy the clergy is the one who instruct the people who give the people information. And the people accept those information without filtering to the teaching of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit is that Paul, he's teaching into your heart, into your spirit, into your mind, into everything of you, now you find a conflict within the religious group. You find a conflict between the religious and not only a conflict within the religious but you yourself become confused. Amen. You don't know where to go. Amen. You don't know who to believe. You don't know who to trust. Yeah. Until the Holy Spirit himself convince you or which he will not convince you because you already you have a new creature. You have a new <laughs> you are a new creature anyway so since you are a god child you don't have to convince you you just have to teach you that's yes, it yes, you, you have to convince the other side of you the other side of you that's the problem now
0: you can be taught and still not apply to yes, be yes. Taught, to be taught is to also apply the knowledge <laughs> that comes with it <laughs> So I want, I want the world to know. Everybody who's watching right now, this is this is a call right now that I believe God has pulled into my spirit. The first step is to give up your will and exchange for His will. And by doing that, is to accept Him as your Savior. That is the very first step for that to start working in you. For you to start applying your will that pastor is talking about to get into the teachings, into the concept, into the alignment that God has already preset for all of us. You have the choice to choose in which direction that you're going through. So I'm going to ask pastor in a moment to pray for all those people who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their personal savior to have the opportunity today that the prayer that you do today that you will be set for eternity with God that your life will be set in eternity and after you do this prayer you can send us a message so we can welcome you into the family of Christ. So, Pastor, when you have a moment, if you have a last thought, because we're after the time, six minutes after the hour, um, if you can pray for those people who doesn't have an encounter with Christ, who just want a simple prayer that they can repeat for themselves, and that after they do this prayer, they can write us and we can pray with them personally and guide them as well into the family The way God wants us to direct them and welcome them in the family of Christ.
3: Um, before I pray. May I say that you are not accepting Christ. The only thing you have to do. Is to admit. Your way is wrong. Is to say the way I am acting, the way I'm doing thing is wrong. And you ask God the Heavenly Father to intervene in your case. In other words, you will tell him that you are wrong. The way you are thinking, the way you've been taught, the way you you do things, the way you're wrong. You accept your own mistake. And when you do accept your own mistake, you do not accept your mistake on me not to me not to anybody you only accept your mistake to god to the to the creator of you and tell him that you are wrong by thinking the way you think by doing things the way you are doing it and you always mess up even when you think you're doing right thing and tell him that and tell him to come and make a difference in the life that he give you, to make a difference, you ask him that and the Holy Spirit of God will come to you and he will have a birth in you and that child that you will become. That is God's son. That is God's daughter. So therefore, from now on, he's going to nature you. He's going to talk to you. Every day, every night, every second, he's going to infiltrate it into you. And thereby, you are going to realize and know that nobody tells you that you are God's child. God himself is going to claim you as his child, and you are God's child, period. And you keep on moving, keep on life. Remember, you will be a baby. Mm-hmm. So you need nature. The Holy Spirit will nature you. But also, he's going to take other breadwin, your brethren. Your fleshly brethren, that means people that is have a face just like you, a body, just like you, you're going to share with them. You're going to talk to them. You're going to have a fellowship with all of us. And that's why my sister already said, which is God put it there, that when God use you to comfort, that sister right now just give a testimony, beautiful, beautiful thing she just put there to show us how she could help others how she could deliver others by telling them what happened to her so all these things going to play so i'm going to pray now heavenly father in the name of yeshua i call upon your name on behalf of all my brethren all of them Wherever they may be, whatever they are passing through, whatever the situation they are, whether in pleasure or not in pleasure, whether in pain or not in pain, whether they are living a life beautiful right now, no thing at all, no matter where they are. I'm asking you, Father, to go to them and reveal to them yourself. That they may know you. The only true God. And beside you. There is no other God. And your will. Will be done. In their life. Go help them father. Please help them father. In the name of Yeshua. You say that. All those that the father give you. You will lose nothing. So father here they are. We give them to you. And I pray, Father, that you go and talk to these brethren. Your children, they are your children. You're going to transform them as you. They will take as you take. They will do things as you do it. They will love as you love. And they will be caring as you care. And they will go out willingly by you to do things marvelous into this world we live in with right now, which is corrupt, that the world may know that Yeshua exists, that God the Father exists, that he is God, the creator of all things, everything belong to him and he does whatever he wants to do. No one, no one could interfere. Because he is God. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Bless every one of us. And now we go and out. Thy peace, thy love. Pull us out. Amen.
0: Amen, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. I wanted to give a last-minute word. When there is resistance against the flesh, it is to promote the spirit. and It is going to look like a fight. So no resistance, there will be no fight. The choice you made today, you have entered a fight that has already been won for you. So we,
2: we love you.
0: God conquered it all for us. You are welcome into the life of Jesus, the world of Jesus, everything of Jesus, the life of eternity for yourself as well. And everyone surrounded you. We don't do nothing for our own. Our benefit, the benefit that we get out of doing for ourselves when it comes from God is that we also benefit somebody else. And that's how it's a life within a life within a life. And that's what it's all about and so I encourage you guys to stay planted in the will of God not your will but his and when you stay there I guarantee you though the process looks hard you will become wine fine wine like Christ who is in eternity so next week we'll be here again at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time guys you know the link will be in the description box we encourage you to come together because that's where you can fellowship and this is when you can work the spirit that God already placed in you. So come and fellowship with us every week, um, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Zoom link, which will be in the description. Until then, you guys, have a wonderful and safe week. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Leave us a voice message or a comment about what God has revealed in you from this week's message. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends and your family so they can have the same experience of revelation like you did. May God bless and abide in you not only today but forevermore. We love you and we can't wait to see you on our next episode. Bye-bye.